Welcome to The Travelling Senorita, episode number 82. Today I have just gone down the road in northern New South Wales, but I feel like I'm in Mexico. I'm sitting in the wonderful Lolita's Cantina, which is really authentic. It's got that Yucatan feel to it. And I've been trying really hard to pin down the Mexican chef here, Chef Armando Enriquez, because he is all about food, family, culture from Mexico. So one of my favourite places in the world and very close to my heart is Mexico. And I thought, okay, can't get there at the moment. Next best thing is to chat with Chef Armando. I have to say it like that today. So welcome. Hi, thank you. Um, now let's talk Mexico first. Where did you grow up and uh, tell me about life as a young man? Uh, so I grew up in Toluca. That would be, that's 30 minutes away from Mexico City. So... Yeah, it's just a big city, industrial city, close to Mexico City. So you have all that mix from both, uh, I don't know, like a weird mix where Mexico City is really cosmopolitan. And then you have all the types of cuisine, maybe Indian, a little bit of Chinese, Mexican, so French, really strong influence of French cuisine in there. So, I don't know, it's just growing in there. And yeah, uh, yeah, I moved out of Toluca when I was 18. And then I went to Cuernavaca, that is kind of like spring the whole year. Whereabouts uh, is that? Uh, that? That would be like two hours away from Mexico City. In, in which in region? In Morelos, that's the name of okay. the state, oh, Morelos. Been there. Yes, been yes, there, yeah. beautiful there. Uh, the, the, I don't know, it's like the whole year is just a spring. Is this, the weather actually is quite similar to northern rivers. Yep. Like uh, the whole year you just can get any type of fruit, any kind of vegetable. Beautiful, a little bit of like heat and, and I don't know humidity or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's good. It's so, so nice. So yeah. not not near the coast though. Still in no, the like yeah. all of that is like actually like quite high over the sea and everything. So it's like the closest ocean that you will be like four hours away. And it's mm. interesting because if I paint a picture of you, which we will take a picture, you've got a little bit of like you've got like all of us like a Scottish look to you. With yeah, your ginger beard and where's that all coming from? Yeah, well my grand. Grand, grand, yeah, my grand grandmother. She, she was Canadian, and but she was Canadian uh, with a little bit of a Scottish, actually. <laughs> I love that. So that's where the the mix, and from my father's side, they they have like a like yeah, a quite quite a strong uh, Spanish influence. So yeah. Oh, good. Okay, mm. so um, your father's side is uh, from where in Mexico? Uh, from Guadalajara, for, from Jalisco, where the tequila comes from. Oh, wow. So, we were just talking tequila. Yeah, you yeah, actually know yeah, your tequila. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, one of my uncles actually has a tequila company and everything. So Yeah? Yeah, quite, quite a strong on that side, like culture, the tequila culture in yeah. my family. Yeah, so, let's, yeah, let's talk about tequila for a little while because mm. um, I just was telling you I had a really nice organic one recently that's yes. really pure but when when you're in mexico which i've been to a couple of times it's kind of almost like an aperitif it's just a a, a drink that you have that's part of your culture that's really pure is that because in australia and western we've kind of gone a bit crazy with tequila when we were younger so people get that little bit of a jolt when you mention tequila it's a bit like ouzo but but the culture of tequila when you go to mexico is very strong can you talk a little bit about that yeah totally uh well Tequila is it's pretty much the same that in here. Like the first thing that you start to drink when you are young is tequila. And recently, maybe in the past 15 years, is that actually we start to 
like Mexico and like the government and everything start to put a little bit more of attention on it and create a little bit of culture and like understanding the tequila where it comes from get the value of the tequila uh, understanding the the roots uh, what it just what actually is behind of all the process just not just a liquor is like uh, like maybe oh no an agave actually takes 15 years just to grow and then like you you then it's a matter of actually cutting it and in the right time let the fermentation process get into the penca after that you that, that you cut the leaves then you have to then you you just roast it in a in a pit and then after that you you press it that's when you get the the the, the first part of it, yeah. because i mean a lot of people in, uh, are loving um spirits particularly yeah, in the yeah. tweed region the tweed spirits and we've been talking a bit about can somebody make a tequila but the cultivation process is not for the faint-hearted it's a hard yards isn't it it's it, not, it's it, not it is kind of like pretty much like desert actually there there I think that five years ago they started to grow or they tried to make or they made tequila in, in Australia actually because it was another source of biodiesel. Bio it was on, up, up north in yeah, Queensland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, by, how do you call it? Bio, by, by fuel, like right. uh, green yeah. fuel oh, yeah, yeah, out, yeah. Of the, out of the out of the mezcal. And then they had all the pencas and everything. So they were like, oh, what we should be doing and it's tequila. But you can't call it tequila because it's not made in Jalisco. Right. So it's like it will champagne. be. Yeah, champagne is just uh, from yeah. champagne. So, so yeah. what can we call it? Mezcal? Uh, no, because mezcal, that's it's from also... Oaxaca and Guerrero. So it will be a distillate from agave. That's yeah, how you can right. call it. Similar to the rum story, actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we get around that here yeah. with, with the husk product. So um, when, you, uh, when I first met you, we talked a little bit about the Yucatan. So what's the Yucatan and, and chefing got to do with you? Well, Yucatan, I love Yucatan. I think, like, if I go back home, if I go to live in Oaxaca or Yucatan, the culture, for me, uh, Yucatan is the Mayans. So it's the oldest culture and... I don't know, it's more than 3,000, 4,000 years just in Yucatan. Mm -hmm. And actually it's kind of like, it, it, it seems different than the rest of Mexico, mm -hmm. since my point of view, maybe I'm wrong. No, I can uh, agree with you yeah. there because I went to a wedding two years ago in Mirada yeah. from our, our best friends. Um, and we went to the Hacienda there and we'd already done Mexico City the previous trip and Monterrey yes. and uh, San Miguel, uh, Te Te Tecahuacan, Te 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 um, Te yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Yucatan seemed really different again yes. and, and the steeped in history yes. and I learned so much more about the Mayan history and Mexico as a, yeah. as a whole by being in Yucatan. Yes. So is that what you feel? That's how I feel and I don't know, like I, I like the the type, like the vibe that you can get in there is a little bit more relaxed but they are really proud of who, mm. whom they are mm -hmm. and, and all their like I don't know, like all their culture, all their products, all the, like the kitchen wise, like the gastronomy from Yucatan is yeah. so strong. It's so strong and, and it's a mix of flavors. You have a little bit of a mix from Spain, a little bit of a Dutch, um, Dutch influence in there. Like for example, you can get one of the best Dutch cheeses in Mexico is in Yucatan. Wow. So things like that, you know, yeah. and, and then how all of that came together with a really strong root in the Mexican flavors, but with that little bit of mix from all over the world. And so, when we were yeah. there, we noticed that Mirada, um, 
I wasn't there for Day of the Dead, but Merida is apparently where the the tale actually originates from. Like it came from. It's always said that it's from Oaxaca. Yeah. It? But there's something about Merida that has that fable of um, Day of the Dead. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, Day Day of the Dead that goes all over Mexico mm -hmm. and. Uh, that and yes but you got like Merida yeah I totally agree with you like the whole day, like the whole year because of the weather and everything you actually spend more time outside at yeah. night so it's, it's more of a of a of a night life in, in Merida and whatever you go is so uh, colonial I don't know if that's the word I think it is yeah. almost plantation as well or yes. something yeah yes, yeah 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 so I loved it, it. I love yeah. Merida yeah. yeah and it takes you back to like maybe the 20 the 20s, the 30s, when it was a really, really rich color. Yes, yes so, it's got that yeah. Art Deco feel. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah, Deco, yeah. 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 And you. so just to put everybody in the picture, you travel an hour or so south, or maybe north, I don't know, my northeast-west mm. there, because I felt like I was down, but I was up, um, to uh, Tulum. So you're not Tulum. far from... You're not far from, from Yucatan. That's between Yucatan and Quintana Roo. Quintana Roo is where, where you're going to find Cancun. Yes. So, yes, yeah. but I think that actually is Tulum is part of Merida. And it was Merida, my first introduction yeah. to cenotes. Like, yes, I mean, it's beautiful. Which like, is, is? Cenote is, so it's kind of like an uh, underground uh, lagoon. Yeah. That actually is a system of lagoons that they connect, interconnect between all of them and you can scuba dive. And it's pure water. Oh, you can, you can scuba dive. There is like maybe five or six that they interconnect. No way. And it's just uh, they they don't allow you. In some of them of, of them they don't they don't allow you to actually do a scuba diving. It has to be just uh, snorkeling. But back in the day, that's probably what, how they got around and did well, ceremonies. Well, they used to sacrifice been. them. In that's there. right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So that that that's is is a uh, is a uh, uh, how do you call it? Uh, yeah. Spiritual, place? spiritual or sacred? Sacred. Sacred. I felt place, the energy yes. at the one I yes. went to. Yeah. I went to one outside of Coba. Yeah. Coba Rose. Oh, you're yeah, beautiful. Yes. And I felt the energy there. Yes. Like, and when somebody said they did the sacrifices, I was like, yeah, I'm picking up on something yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's, yeah, beautiful. The water is pure and everything because there is a constant filtration because Amazing. it's on the ground. So, yeah. Absolutely stunning. Mm. And lots of greenery. Like, we're sitting yes. in a beautiful greenery yeah. area now, but lots of greenery um, threaded across the, the cave if you like. Yeah. Um, so you're a chef. How did you get into chefing? I, how I got into chefing, so that's a little bit, uh, I don't know, I think that it was matter of destiny and I just let the flow go. Uh, since I was, since, so my, my father, he, he did a little bit of backpacking in Europe when he was 19 and he worked in kitchens in Switzerland. So like my whole life he was talking about the kitchens and I think that that went deep into my Subconscious, so yeah. yeah well, what, the kitchen or food? Like, what was his? It thing? was more about the kitchen, not about the food. Right. It was more about the efficiency of working a kid in the kitchen, like the the vibe, the life of the kitchen. Was he a chef? No, he's uh, no, 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 not at all. Like he's, uh, yeah, he's a business. Uh, yeah, businessman or whatever. So yeah. But he just got the kitchen. <laughs> he got the kitchen, and that that went into like deep in like into me. Like my sister, for example, she's a food chemist. Oh wow! So I don't know. It's a, a weird mix in there, you know. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but I think that is because of my father. Yeah. And yeah, and all the like. It, they, my father, my parents always try to to give us a, a really good, a strong. Um, 
education in the culture, like a focus on the culture of Mexico and the flavors and travel before in Mexico. And then as soon as you know Mexico, that's when you start to travel all over the, the yep. world. Yep. And lucky me, that's something that they, my parents gave me. So, so you have yeah. both, you have a fusion of like global and Mexican. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. a great base. Yeah, it's a really great base. Yeah. Yes, yes, so, so, so where was your first kitchen? My first kitchen, uh, I reckon that, well, wasn't, at home with my father cooking fondue. Oh, <laughs> That's really? my first fondue? memory. Like fondue, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, like the proper, like the one from, from Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. So it was with the kirsch and everything. So it was it was lovely, and that's the first memory that I have of being in a kitchen and bar cooking, yeah. and cooking bar. Uh, I think that the first kitchen that I got like professional wise was in a pub. Irish pub in Mexico. That is hilarious. Yeah, that so, is also yeah. good grounding. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> such a good grounding. I like. I was just got stuck in in the fryers and uh, beer butter fish and uh, a little bit of uh, yeah, kidney, uh, yeah, kidney spice and everything. Oh, so, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's funny, yeah, yeah. You can always fall back on that. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. You have a really good recipes for Guinness pie, so yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, so when you started to um, broaden your horizons from the pub, where did you go after that? Did well, you start I, to look into the Mexican food more, or what were you thinking? So, well, I finished there, uh, and I was, I was a little bit confused what should I do with, yeah, like professional-wise. So I went into managing pops for a while, actually. I, oh, wow, okay. So I got out of the kitchen for a while, and then I was managing like three or four pops in Mexico. Really? And so, wow, that's, yeah. a great, that's a really mm. good thing to do in hospitality. Yeah, yeah. Because they always Customer say you start in the kitchen, yes. like start on, start on the dishes, yeah, yeah. and then work your way yeah. through, so you understand all elements yeah. of, of So that's, I actually start like, in, the, in that kitchen, I used to do everything, because it was just by myself. So yeah, yeah. I, I like, I under, that's what I learned, like, okay, what's to what's have that? a mise en place and everything. So, yeah, yeah, and after that, so managing pops, and then I was like, okay, I think that I want to go back into the kitchen. So I had the opportunity to find a culinary training in San Antonio, Texas, in wow. a Grand Hyatt. Wow. Yeah, 1,000 and something convention hotel. So, wow, that's where you start to yeah, really go. That, yeah, that's where I, I, I got a like a team really of good. a lot of chefs too. Yes, yes, it was maybe around 60 to 70 chefs. Yep, yep. And a you rotation. Jump, the jump of the line, yep. uh, be, uh, functions, pastries, yep. a little bit of uh, uh, admin job or a managerial with the executive chef. Um, like an amazing opportunity, and I'm grateful about it. Then I went back home. And uh, I opened a business, a little restaurant with uh, my ex-partner. And yeah, th that didn't win. But tell me, just because yeah. I, I think it's yeah. also a really good part of the, yeah. the puzzle. I had a Spanish restaurant, yes. Pablo Pablo, I told you that. Yeah, you yeah, told yeah. me. Yeah. And for four years, and I'm not, I'm not a restaurateur, mm. but it's something that I was passionate about. Yeah. I wanted to be like San Sebastian. I had a partner in it. and. You know, we went we went together on that journey, and I'm really proud of that. Yes. Even if the business is finished, I'm still proud of that moment because there's something about that. It particularly taught my taught my children how to be on the floor and how yes. to interact. And second to that, I just um, look back now. At the time, it was really stressful, but I look back now and I think, wow, we actually did that. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and you should be proud. You know, even though if 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 you made it or not, like it's an experience that I could. Everyone can tell you how like open a restaurant, but at least. Until the time that you actually experience actually, and done. you are there, yeah. that's it's a it's a learning that maybe even though if you work in a restaurant, not your restaurant, that maybe it will take you ten years. You know, you what know? It does so for you, yeah. you, you, 
great you work with a wonderful crew here PLP yes. and, and Mark Wilson and the, and the team you have respect for what they have yes. to handle you yes. know from the finances to the staff yes. to just the day-to-day logistics yes. now that you've had your own restaurant you actually understand what goes into it yeah yeah totally like yeah like saving <laughs> like the, yeah each yeah, yeah, each yeah. peso or each coin yeah, uh, yeah. matters you know yeah so what um, was that restaurant called uh, it was uh, El Bolillo so Bolillo is it's kind of like a type of bread in Mexico. Yeah, right. So it was mainly just like tacos and a little bit like Mexican baguettes. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. How long was that for? Like seven, eight months. Yeah, right. That's when the relationship just <laughs> went south. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? You're not, you're not uh, on your Pat Malone there. So yeah, yeah, an yeah. Aussie yeah. way to look at that. Um, yeah. So, so and yeah. what did you do after that? After that, I, I was like, okay, I don't know what should I do. So I went into... Crown Plaza, and I work in the as a front desk uh, manager, like yeah, right. in reception. Yeah, right. So I was, yeah, because in my mind, like, okay, I want to be in the kitchen, but I need to understand my customers. I need to understand that perspective. I need to understand the the needs or their expectations of of the experience. And yeah, I I worked there for almost a year, and after that, I had an opportunity to work in West Virginia, in the Greenbrier. That's, uh, I think that is the oldest resort in, in America. Wow, yeah, what an experience. Such a great experience, like all the, like uh, some of the chefs that work for, um, for the White House. Oh, wow. So it's a lot called China there. So uh, what were you learning yeah. there? I was, um, they call it uh, chef, uh, the sh- the vegetable chef. So I was in charge of all the vegetables and the starch for functions. But we are talking about functions for more than 3,000 people. You can tell that, that that is a place, if they've got someone that's specifically looking yes, at the vegetables, yeah, that's like it's the, very fine dining yeah, by the sound Yes, of it. Yeah. It, it, I mean, they don't have any Michelin stars, but I reckon that if they would like to apply for Michelin stars, they will get like two or three, wow. maybe in one of the restaurants. They have more than seven restaurants, yeah. uh, functions you are doing in busy season. In one day, you, you are just doing like more than 4,000 people. Wow. They, yeah, so I had so that opportunity. So you polished your skills there, didn't you? You really Well, said, you more know? than polished my skills, I, 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 yeah, I learned in the hard way, you know? Right. I thought that I knew, but... Clearly, I, I knew nothing. How like, good is that? But you, you strike yeah. me as somebody that's keen to learn. Like, yeah, you never of course. stop learning. That, that's kitchen. Like, that's what yeah. you have to do is learn. Yeah. And that's excitement. It's always you're going to learn something new, a different way to do it, a different skill, yeah. uh, a, another approach. Yeah. And it's just... It's, yeah, it's, Did you have any um, executive chefs that were just like totally having fire coming out of their ears? No, like, honestly, I had the, uh, I've been really lucky to to have like really good executive chefs, like, yeah. like, like mentors, like until today, uh, if I email them with a question, like they, they reply and they are really keen, they, they are mentors. Yeah. That, that's the beauty. But it says a lot about your character as well, because you obviously had um, respect for them. Yes, yeah. I mean, and because they are keen, you know, they, they, they are keen on learn on teaching you and, mm. and explain to you. They, that's when you are just starting, like, mm. like, yeah. So when you leave Virginia, where do you go? West, uh, so I left West Virginia, and that's an issue with my working visa. So uh, something with the embassy. So I had to go back home for a year. And in that year, I worked as an operational manager of uh, Crown Plaza. 
that was running all the like the operation from the food and beverage side, like mm -hmm. banquets, restaurants, bars, wow, and everything. You really so, have got a, the whole enchilada. Yeah, 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 the whole enchilada. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. That's gonna be the uh, the title of the podcast. Yeah, I think so. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, so I worked there for the, for almost a year, and then. Out of the blue, a friend called me and she was like, man, like there is this agency that they are uh, looking for chefs, for chefs that are keen to go live and work in Australia. Like, no, bloody so how long ago, yeah. bloody how long bloody ago was this? Uh, that was like almost six. It's one of those chance phone calls. Yes, yes, yes. I, I love and, it. and she used to be my flatmate back in West Virginia. So wow. how life works, you know. I love it. Thing. And but the thing I is, you got to take the call, you know. Yes, yes, yes. I took the call and everything. Well, it was more like a Facebook message. Oh so, right, yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. answered it. Yeah, I answered it. I, yeah. I sent an emoji, so it was yeah. cool. Uh, then, like a plain emoji. Then go, <laughs> so then, yes, I I had the chance to yeah I I got the job. Uh, uh, in Tasmania, that's what so I. So they were recruit, recruiting for restaurants over here. Rest, well, in a specific was to for Tasmania to work. Right, in where Tasmania. did you go in Tassie? Uh, I work with RACT. That's the Royal uh, Auto Autom yeah, Automotive Club. Yep, that one. Yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah, it's whatever. like RACV. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm but from you. Tasmania, and they have it's the same that RACV. They have hotels in yes. Tasmania. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So I work in Cradle. Oh, did you go straight yeah. there? I lived there for like one year and a half. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. What did you think when you arrived there? Uh, well, like, I don't know. Like I was, it was uh, a shock. Honestly, it was a shock because I didn't know what to expect. But you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. I, yes, you're in the middle of nowhere, but still, it, it, it's amazing. It, it, like oh, it's incredible, it, incredible. Just when you, when I just got out of the the plane, just. The air, yeah. the oxygen, yeah. like I, I like drinking water. Like I remember that I, I, after eight months, I went home for one of my best friend's wedding, and my mom looked at my skin and she's like, "What you been doing in your skin? That looks so great." I'm like, "Nothing." Breathing fresh, breathing fresh air, <laughs> and drinking pure water, mother. Wow, I can't so, believe you went to yeah, the yeah, mountains. So there is so many people that would be envious of that. Yeah, no, and I loved it. I I lived there for one year and you a half. You would have met some cracker friends too. Yes, yeah. like I'm beautiful people, like from all over the world. And, uh, Tasmanians and yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And so this is how many years ago? Like five, that five years ago? That might be like three years and a, well four, yeah, that was like six years ago. So maybe I finished there like around four years and a half. And ago. then did you stay in Tasmania? No. So then I moved to up here to Kingsleaf. To, for what, for what reason? I, well, I, I need a, I go through a personal um, uh, like issue. Well, no issue, but I a uh, breakup, another breakup. You know, so I, in Tassie. In Tassie. So you thought you'd go as far uh, yeah, away as yeah, possible. Yeah, I was like, okay, I need. And, and, pick a spot on the map. Yes, yeah, yeah, pick a spot. Well, yeah, and then I got a transfer to go and work at the uh, uh, Kingscliff Bowling Club. That's right. Yeah, I that, that's you what did. I. Yeah, that's yes. what I met uh, Matt Camp. And so, you were yeah. doing the. Pastry chefs? No, no. That, those are really good friends. Yes. Uh, Guy and Juliana. Beautiful. Yeah, are they still there? No, they are in Brisbane. In, what's the name of Brisbane? Oh, tell me where. Where, where, where? So, because they're from Mexico too, aren't they? No, they oh, are Brazilian. Brazilians. Sorry, they yeah. are Brazilians. Uh, they so, are in... So, they're a pastry um, chef couple. They're a couple. They, used to, they work in New York for two years. Uh, Juliana, she worked in Le Cirque. 
Wow. So I think that. And they, we had them at Downtown Kingsliff Bowls yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah. They, they like you have like two Michelin uh, pastry chefs. Unbelievable. And yourself, who's been uh, around was, the trucks. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. What's good fun? Yeah. Was um so was Matt um Matt recruiting you guys or no? So I moved there. Chef Matt Kemp, I should uh, say. Yeah. Uh, no. So I moved there, and for a year, I worked with, um, yeah. The, the old chefs that is Tony Tony Excel yeah so when you arrived yeah. in Kingsliff what were you like similar to Cradle Mountain what were you thinking when you landed here in the northern New South Wales area well I, I loved it like the weather I was like really keen in learning to surf so like okay what what better place to learn to yeah. surf than in here goddess country they call it buddy yeah 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 so yeah no I moved up here and everything I, I loved it like all the like the, the weather you know and the products and the and everything and and they buy but different produce again. different products yeah. yes and I mean you can get any product like anything from the rest of the world like I can go to tropical fruit world and I know they are they are gonna have mame for example Amazing. that is not even in the states no nothing is that uh, something just from place. Mexico yeah I love it? that place we're good friends up there yeah. we love those guys yeah, um, yeah. and they've been going for a very long time mm. not just avocado land they mm. literally have exotic fruits from around yeah, the but, world yes they even work with a little bit of uh, uh, the mezcal, well, not the mezcal, but whatever you get from the penca. Yes. Yeah, so yes. You, you can get, like, I think that they are making soaps out of it. Hey, well, there we go. Like, we can make tequila up there. Yeah, but not tequila. Not tequila. We it would be like a destillate of mezcal. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, like, yeah. Um, like um, uh, has to do with the agricole rum. Yep, we could call yep. it agricole. Yep, yep. Tequila. Uh, agricole agave. Agricole agave. 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 Double yeah, A. Yeah, We've yeah, got yeah. it. Okay, so when you, how long did you stay at the Kingsliff Bowls? Uh, well, it might be. Two years, two years and a half, something like that. And you know what's yeah. good about that? You would have immersed yourself in the real locals. Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. the old school locals. Well, like, <laughs> honestly, that gave me a good perspective of understanding. I, I spent one year and a half in Tasmania, but I didn't, ha I didn't have any understanding of the Australian. Well, because you would have been dealing with tourists, wouldn't you? Yeah, really? I was just make like doing like international food, a little bit of Asian, a of little course. bit of French, a little bit of Italian, or whatever. Yes. But I never understood what actually was the, the Australian food. Well, you can and see it's a little bit English Scottish pub. Yeah, food. yeah, yeah. It's the roast and the pies yeah. and yeah, the yeah. sangas yeah. and uh, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I loved it. The Good. stiddy. The stiddy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stiddy. Yeah, yeah. Parmi, parmi. Parmi. Oh, parmi, parmi. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Uh, so yeah, I had that chance to to work there and understand and everything was good. Then uh, that's when Chef Matt took over and that's when I met him and yeah, we worked like maybe for seven months, something like that. That's when he he took another path and then and he came to the PLB group. Yes, that's when which he is came. our dear friends, perfect last bite. I'm going to give them a bit of a wrap here because I've been working with these guys in and around in the storytelling land for about. Over a decade, I've watched them um, just grow and metamorphosize into so many different things. Um, dear friends of mine are all involved in this business from like Christy Mason over in photography and weddings through to Lee DJing through to Mark Wilson, you know, and Toby and Hannah. There's just so many cool cats around here. I've been at parties, fiestas with you as well. Yes. And I've, I've just watched how they've... Um, you know, particularly through that global, pesky global pandemic, how they had to, you know, really reinvent themselves and stay strong for community. And I think that's what they're really good at is the, the heart of the community. And now they've opened the Leaders, which is a Mexican cantina, which literally opened 
the day before we had to close and shut down the world. Yeah, a week before. Yeah, yeah. A week so before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's right, because we were doing the tasting the week before. Yeah, the soft and, uh, opening. Yeah, yeah. Benito. We were thinking, yeah, yeah we can do this. Um, yeah. In typical Mexican style, yeah. we had to just get on with the party. But um, I love what these guys represent, particularly in the community that I've lived in for 10 years. So it's, how do you feel about this, this beautiful vibe that you've come into? I mean, like, on, I love it, you know, like, uh, I, so it, it was rough just to open and then we had to close, you know? But I think that COVID helped us to, to mature. Yeah, and, wow. and to grow and, up. And to grow up mm. and actually integrate the whole group. Like right now, like is, we are like a big family. Like honestly, it's, there is no egos in, in this company and it's what I love about it. Like mm. if I have a, an idea, I can go straight to talk with Mark or mm. with Leah. Uh, really they, creative. They're yeah. really creative and they, Sorry, they I miss, listen. I, okay. mi I miss Leah. Yeah, I mean, no, Chef good. Leah is bloody Chef amazing. Leah, yeah, she's, she's, she's lovely. She's like the she's, nucleus of yeah. menus and, so, and love yeah. around here. And, and we, we, we learned how to, to work together, you know? Yeah. And we went through that really hard period, like the rest of the world, like really hard period. And, and I think that actually that's what makes us who we stronger. stronger and we are in that path, you know, like yeah. we want to keep growing so and we you, want to evolve. You redefined your yeah. offering and yes. now when you reopen again, we're sitting in the liters, which has now taken over the whole venue. Yes, yes, the whole venue. And it yes. has like the, you know, designers in the yes. office over there and it has Toby and Hannah over there. So for me, it's this really seamless um, venue now yes, with yeah. weddings there before it had a lot going on and yeah. it was trying to be everything for everyone yeah. which is a creative um, team behind yes. that but now it feels like it's okay this is the leaders and mm. it's banging is that what you guys are intending to do here yeah yes that's what we are trying like mark and leah and uh, toby and uh, ben that is our manager oh, and yeah. everything and Aliki, yeah, all the hard incredible. work from that when they used to have bombay and everything so we are just with one yeah. one goal that is give a great experience, you know, like wow. and give a deliver a great product, product, and that people if people comes to Lolitas when they finish they they feel great, you know, they enjoy, they are happy. Uh, I think the um, operative word there is experience, experience because I was yes. here last week for Lee before Lee went away, and we had a beautiful experience on a Thursday night. You know, we ended with a nice. Um, Amber tequila, we yeah. had the, the whole, we had the greeting at the front, we had staff interacting with us, we had amazing food, we didn't feel too full when we left, but we'd had really, you know, a feast, and then a fiesta, and then we went home. Yeah, and then you're ready to go next day, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and then you, you wake up and you're like, oh. Well, actually, I enjoy it. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's that excitement, you know. It's that's what we are. But that's we are Mexico, focusing. mate. Like, yeah, not I mean, too crazy with the whole. I don't know. We, in, in, you know. We, we go, we go wild, but yeah, but. But not too, know. not too fancy, pantsy. No, you like, what I'm if, saying? If, like it's more cruisy. If, if you come here, it's casual, you know. Like yeah. we make mistakes and we embrace our mistakes <laughs> and we explain to the customer so well. Right now, we are pretty busy, honestly. So do you ever, sorry do you ever about say it. we're on Mexican time. <laughs> <laughs> like watch out if not my grandmother is gonna it's gonna hit you you know with the, <laughs> with the flip-flops so no, yeah, with the churros with the churros no, so it's pretty much like that we embrace what yeah. we do and we embrace if we have a mistake we we own it and well, you're a team aren't we you? are a team yeah. and there is no, no it's not pointing fingers at anyone it's like is this is us, you know? It's one. Have you one ever watched person. a movie called like Water for Chocolate? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, so, yes, yes. so that's Agua all. Para chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love, say it again. 
Agua para chocolate. Um, I just love that movie because it's about putting love into yeah. your food and yes. embracing it as a feast and a family. And I feel like if you can do that in a Mexican restaurant, then you really are like, you know. Yeah, well, it's ahead it's, of it. Yeah, ahead of it. Yes, in, it's what I love about that movie is about explains the feelings. You know, if you are happy, yes. what happens is that when you are cooking and everything, you have a better perspective. If you are angry or sad you need endorphins so you need more sugar or you need yeah, something wow. to kick off and if you are angry you might need something to balance because maybe at that point you have a, a, a like your balance of ph maybe is off <laughs> well, that's so science there. so that. yeah so that's that's the beauty about that movie and and by saying that if we have a a free stress kitchen that means that um, that that means that we are Closing we kind of start, we flow into the food yeah. and then the the, the experience outside they, people will be happy you know and then what happens like all the front of the house they will be like okay this is actually good and then they take it to the kitchen and it's it's just holistic it's you know like, it's holistic it's a great yes. word and it's like the chef that yells at someone on the pass right that person then has to take the food to the table. Yeah, there's just no, I mean, of course, it, things get stressed and heated. Yeah, there's just but, no need to scream but at someone. Im, imagine, imagine that you destroy someone on the path, <laughs> someone that is going oh, to I the table. All, dude, I see it all the and, time. And then you see the sad face, you know, and people will be like, whoa, what is happening here? Well, I, I see should, that. I, I, should, I should finish this plate because otherwise the chef is going to come outside a, and kick pick, me. You know? I pick up on that as a patron. Yeah. And for me, it's not a good experience. No, it's not a good experience because that that's a reflection of the kitchen. That's the reflection of the kitchen, mm. our runners, you know? Mm. The nucleus. I always call that, the kitchen yeah, the nucleus. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. It's like the bridge. It's yeah. that path, you yeah. know? And and if they come back happy, so, it, I don't know. You guys are yeah. nailing it here. I really feel like you've really, um, you've really refined what your offering is and it's, it's just a really good experience. So let's talk about the menu. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, um, there's a fusion of about? well, there's a fusion there because you have um, the Asian influence as well. well so yeah, let's talk about so, the Yucatan firstly, the influence there, and then how it flows into the Australia. Well, the Yucatan is uh, well. At this is at this point, we don't have done many things from Yucatan. How it used to be, maybe seven months ago. Yeah. What happened is uh, uh, with that uh, growing or that we mature. Uh, we have an amazing team of chefs. Uh, they are from the Philippines, Jerica and Drew. Uh, Jerica is, this, is Lolita sous chef, and uh, they have an amazing. So, what experience. do they bring to the table? They, so that's the cool part, you know. Like Philippines and Mexico, they 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 said that the the Philippines is a Mexico from Asia. Like uh, why? Because they they went colonized by. Spain. So we share a lot of things, you know, without like being on the actually on the other part of the world. Like we even like ceviche. Ceviche comes from from the um, from another. I think that the Philippines, and then they took it to Mexico, and that's or maybe to America, and that's how added it some more limes or lemons. Yes, and, <laughs> and always we believe and we thought that the ceviche comes actually from from America, but yeah, it right. comes from from the Polynesians. Wow, well, there we so, go. And, and things like that, like the vinegars, like more, right, right now we are trying to f work more in vinegars, like the balance and everything. And that's something that they, that, they that's them, that's yeah. them, you know? Yeah. And I love it, like, uh, like, like the pata, for example, that is, uh, is uh, pork uh, calf and it's a slow cooked and then we, we uh, crisp it up and it's beautiful. And, and that part of the way that we cook it is full on uh, Filipino. Even yeah. though that we kind of share the same process, we just change a little bit of flavors in Mexico. Yeah. 
But so it's your fusion. I it's love a it. fusion, yeah. and it's Filipino. What's one it's of your um, fave dishes? My fave dish. Or one um, that you really are proud of. I well, I'm more than proud. I, I don't know. I, 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 it will be hard to pick one because All right, you it's an effort. You can have a couple. Well, I love al pastor, pork al pastor. The, yeah, uh, yeah. I love that's my favorite taco. Yeah. Um, then the chicken, the chicken taco. Yeah, I love that. The yeah. chipotle and. I like the, the the watermelon salad because I, of the chicken. I'm, I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. Let's talk yeah, about that salad for yeah, a moment. Is yeah. this one of your creations? That, that's well. That that one is uh, one of the books that uh, one of the chefs that I admire. That is Thomas Keller. Oh yeah. And he's the I mean he's the owner of uh, owner and co-owner or whatever of the French Laundry and yeah. Uh, yeah so. But, well, whatever. So he has so this group. People cite him as their inspiration. Yes, I mean, he's 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 that. He's a mentor. Mm -hmm. uh, he has this book that the book is under pressure. Wow. He has a, a watermelon carpaccio, and it looks like mm. <laughs> so instead of using uh, either people, some people use tuna or another people they use beef or whatever, he used watermelon. Amazing. And then he made a, a, a certification with mango and then you think that the joke actually is, is a mango. So it's a dessert. So from there is that I took that inspiration. And yeah, and then we, we put it together between Leah, Matt and, and myself. It's and, a it's, it's if good. it goes off it, the menu, I'm going to cry. It's, a, yeah, it's one yeah, of my favorites because yeah. it kind of, um, for me, it ticks that sort of it's sweet, a, savory box yeah, as well. Yeah, I think that is a, a, a palate uh, cleanser. Yes, absolutely. And it's different. Yes. It's not that you're just using mint or a sorbet. So actually, it's yeah. a fruit. It's, I love it. I could yeah. actually have that and um, a, an array of tequilas mm, and I'd mm, be happy. Mm. And one taco. That, that's me. Yeah. So we did do a, um, we did do an event, a specialised event with the Tweed Artists and Food yes. which was fantastic. Um, and you really stepped up for that and did the Yucatan meets uh, the Tweed. Is that what we called it, I think? The Yucatan meets the Tweed? Didn't we say that, wasn't it? Don't, I can't remember, but, but it was, was like... Your, yeah. Why I say that? Because you had this dessert. Oh, it was more from Oaxaca. That meant oh, sorry, actually it was, was Oaxaca from Oaxaca. meets the Tweed. I got so you. It I was the, see how I'm obsessed with the Yucatan. Yeah, yeah. I've totally. said you, it about a hundred really, times. Yeah, it's okay. But tell me about the, the dessert there so, with the bugs on, with so, the... The, the flan and with the uh, we call it grillos or uh, the grass uh, grasshopper grass yes yeah. thank you yeah no it's uh, good. <laughs> so in Mexico we we uh, I need help with that word grass grasshopper thank you grass grasshopper. and hopping Hop okay grasshopper <laughs> so we we it's have the only like, word that I yeah. help you with <laughs> thank incredible. you we have more than maybe I think that is more than fifty types of grasshoppers that we eat it and in the that region of Oaxaca they eat more like they eat quite a lot and it's a really good source of protein, protein. Yes. thank you so but I on the first menu like when we just opened that was grasshoppers they were on the menu yeah yeah but people were a little bit of skeptical well of you them. have this great company down in Byron Bay yeah yeah Grillo like Grillo yeah, yeah Grillo uh, yeah. in Byron Bay yeah. uh, so they but, were talking your language they knew yeah. you well they are for, from Brazil actually oh right okay yes yes yeah. uh, but, um, but they knew what we they, they knew, knew what yeah do. no like the lovely people like they are really into it like they have uh, protein bars and so it's really good company yeah, got them at the markets i think it's really cool yeah it's cool it's and then so they cool. told me the health benefits and we're yes. just like eating them yeah. and, and, and like yes it's super Incredible. healthy it's yeah. a whole food and wow. everything it's super yeah well and we made flan but uh, 
That was Jerica's recipe. That is a Filipino recipe. Yep. Uh, this is the fusion. I love that's it. a fusion, yes. And then uh, we had the the candy grasshopper. <laughs> so people actually will uh, well, kind of because it, with the lights were quite yeah, dim. Yeah. Well, I like it. I like those. The, the idea was like Jurassic Park. You know, when <laughs> when you start the movie and then you have just the, the yes. insect in there, like well, if you didn't kind of look, you wouldn't yeah. have known. But we yeah. were crunching it and then we were yeah. like, "There's a grasshopper." Yeah. So you guys ate it and you guys didn't know I love it. about it. Love so, it. Yeah, it was good. That yeah. was a really great mm. night. So um, thank your journey is really cool, and I actually didn't know parts of it, mm. which was the business side as well, Too, which really yeah. makes a lot of sense that you're an executive chef here now at um, Lolita's and you are running the day-to-days of it as well. Like you're grinding out the kitchen with your staff, but you're also like all about the budgets and ordering and all that. That's your, your it's your whole enchilada, isn't it? Yeah, that's my enchilada, yeah. Well done, because you've you. definitely grown yourself into that yeah. role and you're exactly where you meant yeah, to be. Yeah, but it's help of the team, you know, like, yeah. it, like, I, no, yeah. like I'm, you, I'm yeah. really lucky just to have the support of yeah. everyone, you know? Yeah. And that makes things easy, thank, really thank, easy. Thank the goddess that you answered that Facebook message way back when, hey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, you can see it now. It's, yeah. um, it's right it's here, good. right now. And so mm. I want to ask you, who and where inspires you? So a, a person and a place. It could be like the whole entire earth. I do not mind. But is there someone in your career that has really stuck out to you or a family member that really inspired you? Yeah, well, I think that in there will be no one person. It will be my parents. Yeah. Like my my mom and my dad. Like Gorgeous. They always gave me the support that I need. Yeah. Um, they have never stopped me in anything, any of my decisions. They, even though that is a really bad decision, they totally support me. So um, selfless, because they can't yes. see you right now. Yeah, and you're yeah. over this side of the yeah, world. Yeah, it's and... been more than a year and a half since the oh, last time that I saw bless. them. Let's, let's, get you, yeah, let's, get yeah. the, let's get you guys yeah. back together. Let's get the yeah, band back yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, them. And, them. And, and a place in the world that really, really... Place in the your world. Your heart is kind of, you know, feels feels free and happy. It's Well, it's a weird mix. I, I really love this part of the world, Northern Rivers. But as well, in my mind, is. It would be Oaxaca. Yeah. Oaxaca. I, 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 that's that's where is everything is happening in culinary wise in Mexico. So like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Ahead of the... Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like everyone is going back there for the roots. Wow. Like that's where ingredients uh, like Pujol, for example, they have a really, really strong influence from Oaxaca. Wow. And yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just following a trend, but in my mind right now, if you ask me, it would be. Oaxaca and I, don't think, I, don't, I actually yeah. don't think you're following a trend. I think it's what you said. It's going back to your roots. But yeah. bringing in that... Um, and, you know, Chef's Table does it so well where they bring in the oh, modern... Oh, yeah, beautiful. And yeah. Then, but they go yeah. back to yeah. the roots yeah. and then yeah. you just see it kind of, like, marry together because it's... I don't know, modern food has not ever been my yeah. my thing. Fine yeah. dining's not my thing. But when it's done where it's actually got the history involved yes. in the menu, then I understand it. I mean, it's because you have a background, you know? Yes. You, you have, like... Um, uh, the foundations of that plate yeah. or that menu is not just because oh, I look, uh, yeah, I found these ingredients and I just try to put them together. Is that actually there is something behind that yeah. carries, you know, like storytelling, a story. Right? A story yeah. 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 So if we had a perfect scenario, we would have. Uh, half a year in Oaxaca and half a year here. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, like when it's winter Chasing here, the I just sun. go there. Yeah, Chasing yeah, the yeah, sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, and mm. you know, anything that, uh, what have you got in the future going on? Like what's some of the exciting things for you in the next? Well, uh, at the moment is, um, don't, yeah, no, I like, don't, 
don't have plans at the moment. Yeah, good. Uh, working on a new menu, new ideas with the team and everything. And I've got one for you. Yes. The next tweet. Enchilada. Artisan. Oh, okay. No, the next tweet artisan movie. Yeah, 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 You're yeah. going to be part of that yeah, one. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, I that'd think be that fantastic. we will. Yeah. Um, well, adios, amigo. Encantada, encantada. Gracias. Ciao.